0: hey how's it going it's tim brown and this is the hook better leads podcast and today we're talking about ways to make your roofing company more profitable and we're talking to blake Suttle of total scope how's it going blake
1: oh it's going fantastic i'm happy to be here excited to you know talk with you and go over all the different ways that contractors can make each job better for them.
0: absolutely so, so roofing companies are too focused on revenue and not on profit. I think we can all agree <laughs> on that. Everyone everyone likes to talk about that top line revenue. I like talking about that, that head count, all these different things, right? Mm-hmm. And we know revenue is a glamor metric. I don't think anyone would uh, dispute that. It can be very distracting when you're trying to make a profitable business and profit is what feeds the family and, and makes a healthy business in a lot of ways. So. We're going to go into a lot of very specific methods to do this, and some overarching principles. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake, before we get into that, can you just give us like one minute on why they should listen to you? Why should they trust you on this? I know that you had run a roofing company before, been part of it, Caliber Restoration. You guys have since transitioned full time into Total Scope. But what, mm-hmm. what have you? What is your background? How does it help?
1: All righty. So, yeah, I uh, majored in construction management from Colorado State University straight out of college. I actually started into a big roofing company here in the market, which is where I'm from. Worked there for about seven years and then uh, got my partners, and we decided to go out on our own, start our own contracting company here in the Denver market because, you know, Denver normally is a very, very hail prone area, tons of insurance claims, tons of work. And so there's just so much opportunity. And from when we started our own company and you know, it was primarily insurance-based claims, that was 95% of our work. And so due to that, we developed a method and a strategy in dealing with insurance companies and how to properly prepare each job to maximize profit every single time, make sure everything gets covered properly, how to negotiate with those carriers because they're always gonna try and fight you. And by utilizing that system, you know, we made a pretty darn profitable company. And then through meeting all the roofers in the area, they saw our methods and what we were doing and started asking us, hey, can you do start writing our estimates? Can you start negotiating for us? Because you guys are hitting margins at... Of- you know, our guys just can't do. And because of that, it just kind of snowballed from there. We met more and more mm-hmm. people we, you know, were able to promote. And then we just kind of transitioned full time into doing this total scope method because you know it's scalable nationwide. It can help everybody just raise the entire industry up by everybody knowing what they're doing and hitting the right, you know, margins with these insurance claims
0: and yes you guys can go to total scope and get this service done for you but we're going to give away a little bit of the method here uh in this conversation and and by giving it away i think people are gonna it's gonna drive interest but let's talk about the first tip we've got here more due diligence on the front end of jobs and what specifically what specifically do you mean by that
1: well so in today's day with insurance carriers over the past decade or longer, you know, the trend has just been that carriers are, their adjusters are doing less and less work themselves on the front end. They're not properly documenting anything. They're just getting out there, taking a few quick photos, trying to determine damage, and then writing, you know, a bare bones estimate that is typically less than, you know, 50% of what you should actually be getting for that job. So it's falling to the contractor now, be the one who actually has to document and prove and show everything that needs to be done because the carrier is just trying to minimize their cost, get in and out as quick as possible. So if you as the contractor can get out there, spend that extra 20 minutes on each job, getting the right photographs, marking down the proper items, what exists, what doesn't, what's needed by code, and then providing that to the carrier and you know negotiating properly, that's gonna increase your margins across the board on each and every job you can still sell 100 jobs, let's say you don't even grow jobs from year to year. But if you increase your margins by 50%. That is one hell of a year that you just had. And if you grow jobs and increase those margins, you know, you're just skyrocketing up. at that point.
0: Awesome. So your next one is shooting for 50% margin on <clears> every job. Talk to me about that. So
1: that is in our mind, you know, and we're not counting overhead costs on top of that, but essentially just doubling your hard costs of it. So let's say you have a job that costs you $5,000 between materials and labor, you should be averaging getting paid $10,000 for that same job. And that is scalable. It doesn't matter what size, that is the target. That is the average that we are capable of getting, you know, using our total scope method. And so in our process, you know, we use a program called Xactimate. That's what 95% of insurance carriers use to write their estimates. But we're using their own system to properly write a scope of work, making sure everything's accurate, and then justifying every single thing. So that's all, that's all you need to do is just be accurate, be correct, and properly justify it. Because these insurance carriers, a lot of the adjusters, they're not trying to be malicious, they're not trying to be mean and you know screw over contractors. It's just they have their own guidelines that you know the higher-ups and the insurance companies have to follow or have set that the adjusters have to follow. So as long as you provide them with what they need to be able to make the updates. Pay out properly it's going to be smooth like the adjuster is going to like you because he's got what he needs he's going to add in everything you need you need to the estimate and you're going to walk away with a pretty good payday
0: i love that it, okay i'm going to relate it to something in my work just because it it does relate we do pitching the media like we we mm-hmm. do help a reporter out where you pitch the media and i basically equate this to when we pitch the media i try to phrase everything in such a way they can basically just copy and paste it i'm making their job easier they're a reporter mm-hmm. and i'm making it really easy to for them to just copy and paste it everything's kind of clean and looks you know i know what angle they want i'm giving them that angle you're the same you're doing is basically you're just making it really easy for them to just say yes this is it they exactly. don't want to have to redo this they are exactly. all the too- Yes they're trying to advocate for themselves to be profitable but at the same time if everything is clean they're not going to want to argue against those points right
1: precisely and the 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 our method the way we approach every claim is as if the worst case scenario happens should this insurance claim go to litigation is our is our estimate is our report going to hold up Absolutely, because we've gone through and proven and justified every single thing in there. It's an accurate scope of work. Everything's gonna be necessary. You know, you get, find your code documentation, take the photos to show something was existing or damaged manufacturer's requirements. It's, you know, that's the due diligence on the front end. If you provide that before you do the work, that's going to guarantee you don't get yourself into those situations where they're trying to approve a repair after you've already completed doing a whole roof. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, it's doing that a little bit extra work on the front end, and it's okay.
0: it's definitely a better client experience too if you don't have mm-hmm. to do those um, change orders and stuff like that. I mean, they happen, but ideal scenario yeah. probably less. Absolutely, um, and
1: plus it makes your company look a million times more professional to that homeowner as well, as opposed to just doing a one line item roof. 12,000 dollars or you provide them okay here's an itemized estimate here's why all those things are required in there your local you know government requires that we put these items it says so right here it makes you look a million times better the homeowner it shows the insurance company you're serious to know what you're doing and you, all your bases are going to be covered from the start.
0: I love it so oh, next yeah. we're about to get into items specific items that increase mm-hmm. your margin and um, I'm excited to get in that you're gonna basically go through you were at um what was it when the storm recently yes or what was the, the event yeah when the storm you,
1: down in New Orleans back in April.
0: Um talking about basically you're gonna give the brief meat and potatoes of that presentation again here with some of those specific things. But I wanna say real quick, just as a side note, I do believe being more selective. Um, in general, like even if that means taking smaller jobs that you do really well and you know your system and you know your margins on them, um, being selective by driving inbound leads as part of being profitable. I see people become less profitable even through referrals. I talked to a guy at IRE um, a couple of weeks ago that said he was he's giving away as much as ten to fifteen percent to for referrals because he's so dependent on those referrals. <laughs> that he's giving that to different people. He's, he's giving away a ton. Just, and I, we say, hey, 5% of your budget should be marketing. Mm-hmm. Like to me, 10 to 15% of every job going away <laughs> is yeah. a lot. I mean- that's terrifying, but he, and he was burned out. I'll be honest. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say who it was, but he was burned out. And I know why, because when you're mm-hmm. less profitable, it burns you the fuck out. Oops.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My especially podcast. if you're not hitting the good margins on each job. Like if you're hitting a 50% margin, 15% yeah. is still a huge hit. If you're hitting a 25% margin, that is backbreaking when you have to still take that 20, or 15%. So yeah, it absolutely. Agreed when I'm that's right. insane.
0: So if you can drive inbound leads, you're able to be more selective. You're able to say, I don't know if I want that. If you're paying per lead, if you're, you know, everything, you, oh, I got to close it, I got to close it. If you're doing share leads, like let's say Home Advisor or Angie's List or something like that, Angie now, you sometimes make concessions because I paid for this lead. I, I need to get my ROI out of it versus, yeah, basically just, I believe inbound people searching, it's the best lead. And I believe you want to you want to say no to a lot of work. You want to say no to stuff that can't be profitable. And there's some work that is going to be a lot harder to be profitable. It's okay to say no occasionally. So I think that's one thing: just saying no to unprofitable work in general. All right, let's get into items mm-hmm. that increase your margin.
1: So yeah, this is once again regarding to uh, insurance claim jobs specifically when dealing with the Exactimate, but uh, the the crazy part about it is that you can get a 60 70 square job and if it is just the simplest up and over roof that's nothing but shingles and starter strip and ridge cap yeah it's huge but that's going to be a terrible job and the reason why is because in Xactimate, the way they have it priced out is you make about six dollars per square on asphalt shingles that's the profit margin so 100 like the average cost is like let's say 105 dollars a square for your standard Mm 30-year laminate shingle you're going to make $6 a square on that via exact mate pricing. It's all in the I, details.
0: I'm so sorry. I, I have to like, just give you a little bit. Like I I just was the CEO of a roofing company for one day last a couple weeks ago. I They said the flatter, the simpler roofs, they thought like the employees of this company thought were their most profitable, like the simple ones. But what so, I'm hearing a little bit, you is like if it's just shingles it's a it can be a lot less profitable
1: so, so once again that's because when it, when you're dealing with the exactimate pricing specifically so mm-hmm. if you're doing retail pricing or making your own um margins by yeah how if you come up with your own pricing that's fantastic because then yeah you are determining your profitability but when we're okay, dealing yeah. with the insurance claims and the, the insurance yeah. carriers that work in Xactimate, and that's how they determine their pricing, that's what I'm going to be going over specifically. It's just within yeah, Xactimate, right. within that program that insurance carriers use. Sweet. Um, but, and so, yeah, and utilizing it properly, yeah, you can very easily hit those 50% margins that we were talking about. That's what I'm going to be. Yeah. But it's all in the details of work the the additional labor the you know the valley material the step flashing making sure all those little things are you know approved and paid for that's where the vast majority of your profit comes from so like i said for square shingles material wise you're only making about six dollars a square so even if you get that hundred square job you're making garbage margins that's that's going to be terrible but if you can get you know ice and water shield approved on there the little pickout out diverters which are just a little code item they're only 20 to 30 bucks a pop but if you get You know, a complex roof with nine or 10 of them on there, that's a free extra couple hundred dollars because those don't cost you any extra money to get. Um, Same with additional labor. That's the biggest area. So, if there's difficult access on that job, like your crew can't park a dump trailer alongside the house to throw the debris in and they have to hand carry it across the lawn, that is a huge, huge opportunity to get some additional money paid out. And that's a lot of money that you can make. So, it's just just identifying these little areas, these extra details that insurance carriers will never account for on the front end because they know some people will just accept these lower margins because they're looking for the higher numbers. Oh, I sold 20 roofs this week and got them all. Great. You've got, you know, 20 roofs, a crap margin, so you're still barely making money. But as long as you just do the due diligence, go through properly scope, get all the details, which is what our system, you know, kind of forces you to do, getting those higher margins at, you know, 50, 60% even is... Common. That is the average. So you can still get higher. There will still be some lower depending on the complexity. But it's really looking into those small details and ensuring that they're properly accounted for. That's where your money can come from.
0: Awesome. Is there any other specific stuff that would increase margins? Any other specific items from that presentation that you want to talk through?
1: So, yeah, I mean, uh, like any and all code items, ice and water shield is a huge. Um, the, the best way to, uh, you know, recognize where these profit areas are going to come through is if you want a little bit of work on your back end of whoever, you know, ordering. You know, going hey, could you, right?
0: could you wait one second? I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm getting like a. I'm not hearing your audio very clearly, so I, I don't know if it's my internet or one second. Um, it's weird, but if I open my door, our internet's better. So I. I'm not, <laughs> am i coming through any better yes you are i think so Sorry, Perfect. can you start so you'd already talked about ice and water shield so let's kind of mm-hmm. do a little reset there is there anything else on that presentation that you want to talk to or do you mainly talk through it all
1: so well, yeah there's so i like a uh, ice and water shield step flashing the additional labor the kick out diverters you know just all the details once you're used to working with an insurance claim you're going to start recognizing the common items that carry this and there's a reason why they do that because if you if roofers don't actually look into these things and compare the pricing versus how much they paid with their supplier you know that's where it's really going to hurt and so once you recognize where how much you're paying a supplier or your crew versus what you know a carrier is trying to pay you're really going to start noticing like holy crap we're making money on a lot of these items that the carrier is trying to deny you need to get these approved and so that's what it is it I'm more than happy, you know, I, I do the trainings and onboardings for all, all of our clients. And so awesome I go through this gosh. a lot with them, but um, yeah, I could go on for an hour and a half. So I don't want to get yes, too gosh. too detailed, but like recognizing, you know, knowing what you pay your crew. So for ice and water shield, that's typically included when you're paying your crew per square for installing asphalt shingles, right? So for that, within Xactimate, that covers material costs, but then all the labor that Xactimate is paying out for ice and water shield, that's essentially pure profit that your company can collect. Same thing with you know step flashing and you know those other items. So each company you just have to recognize where your hard costs are, which ones are costing you more money or which ones are less, and then compare that against what a carrier is going to pay out. And that's where you can really recognize for each region which which items are going to be the most profitable. But in general, you know the, the biggest ones are going to be the additional labor areas, you know the ice water shield and other code items, and you know things like that. That's that's really where you're going to find the biggest money
0: awesome i'm gonna do one more zoomed out um point on making your company more profitable i do believe not being romantic about non-performing employees is an Mm -hmm. important part i see it we all want to avoid those hard conversations but they need to happen occasionally and you know letting people go where they're the most useful i i I was you know sometimes i'm in it with people and and also this idea of like if your training people on stuff you don't know that well. So somebody was asking me today. Sorry, I really apologize. I'm, at, I'm accidentally doing a pitch in here, but it's not on purpose. Um, we had somebody talking about, why don't I just hire SEO internally, for instance? And I just got to say, like, it's a lot to train people. It is a lot to train people. So watch where you're trying to train people that you're not actually qualified to train people. And maybe that goes a little bit to, you know, some of these... Yeah, like writing supplements and things like that. Is that is that what you call it, writing supplements? So the,
1: a lot of people use that word differently. Um, I okay. consider supplements pretty much anything that happens after the build, because if you follow our method and the way we like to do it, supplements should essentially be unnecessary because everything's going to be accounted for on the front end. You write your estimate, that's what you need to go off of and that's what insurance needs to follow. That's the attitude that you have. Um, okay. So supplements okay. would be yeah. If you run into you know oh crap I have to redeck this, and you didn't know about it black, or then you have to supplement for the deck right. So okay. Yeah, okay. that's absolutely part of it. But yeah.
0: So let's think about this. What is something that you wish that you ha- basically that you have to challenge roofing company owners on a lot, and you mm-hmm. wish they'd get it to their skull.
1: So yeah, our biggest hiccup, our biggest problem that I see with uh, contractors right now is owners being controlled by their sales guys being too lazy to properly document and scope Owners, you gotta stop letting your sales guys control this process, all right? You need them to do the extra work to properly scope these projects, get the right information. Every single time you let them just get the signature and get the hell out without properly documenting what's going on, you are leaving thousands of dollars on the table. With our system, we've developed a mobile app that's a step-by-step walkthrough, a checklist essentially that your guys can just go through, which ensures nothing gets missed on every single project. So you need to start utilizing that now and making sure that you're maximizing your profitability on every job. Otherwise you are walking away from hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars.
0: And people should be getting your guys's just perspective on this, besides just mm-hmm. the system, just having an outside perspective to say, here's where the profit is on each job. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a huge value, just almost like as a consultant type thing to help them focus on where the profit is and ensure that that stuff's getting on there every single time.
1: Absolutely, because yeah, all it how, takes- How do people resi- get started? So yeah, they can just go to totalscope.com, register right through our website. I, we do full video of trainings to show them and train them how to properly use the whole system. And other than that, your first one's always free. So you can try it with a $0 risk to you. And you know we'll get you more money on every claim. That's our guarantee.
0: Awesome. Blake, thank you so much for being on the Hook Better Leads podcast. I appreciate you. Uh, of course, the, the podcast is put on by hookagency.com, hookagency, all over social. Not necessarily something that I know a ton about, but I know that being more profitable requires getting down deep into these details and at least getting these conversations going. So I'm learning, I'm trying to help um, the companies that we're talking to learn. And I appreciate you bearing with a little bit of my ignorance around some of these (laughs) topics, but I appreciate your time.
1: No, absolutely. I I love getting out here and talking about it. I mean, helping everybody in in the industry is our goal. I mean, we don't wanna hoard these secrets to ourselves because problem with the insurance industry, it's a $100 billion industry per year. Absolutely massive. There's work for everybody. There's profit for everybody involved. But the companies that go out there and accept the lowball offers from the carriers, they're not only hurting themselves, they're hurting everybody in the industry because it's training the carriers that, oh, this is an okay estimate. This is fine. We can keep writing this garbage. People will just accept it. But every time a company does that, I die a little inside because it's not just hurting them, it's hurting everybody in the industry. And we just want to try and, bring them all up you know we want, we want to raise it up for everybody so absolutely what, what,
0: what would you say to someone that was that company that's accepting those low ball offers What what do you wish you could tell every single one of those people
1: And we've spoken with so many of them, and it's always different answers, but the long and short of it is like, we just need you to understand if you spend an extra 20 to 30 minutes on a job, you're going to make 30 to 50% more money on every job. It's, yeah, I understand you want to be the Walmart of, of roofers, the quantity over quality, just get as many as you can. But for a literal minimal amount of effort, you can almost double your profits. So you just... gotta be willing to control your sales guys, to control yourself, do that little bit of extra work. And you're not only helping yourself, but you're gonna be helping the entire industry because the way this will trend is that once everybody's doing this properly, those insurance estimates are just gonna get better because carriers know they're gonna have arguments every single time. And it's going to reduce the amount of argument that it's gonna take in the future. So please, 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 you know, do this extra work on the front end, quit accepting those low ball bids. Know what you're worth, all right? Know what you're worth, know what that project's worth and what the homeowner deserves. And everybody's going to build it.
0: Boom. Blake Suttle of Total scope. everyone. Thank you for your time today, sir.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on.